the Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul. He's Ronnie. I'm speechless, embarrassed, and violent. Join the conversation on our socials. We are at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Celtic Review, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Livy and Motherwell preview, loan report, women's team, DUSF, lottery, 50-50, who am I, and on this day with the Arab Archive. It's all coming up in episode 157 of the Dude Fox podcast. Hello everybody, I'm Christian Calvinus, and you're listening to the Dude Fox podcast. So welcome back to the award-winning Dude Fox podcast with the musical-loving Paul McNichol and just me, me, just, just a, a very embarrassed Ronnie Costello. Uh, before we get into it, a couple of things. You and musicals, what's happening? Love them. Favourite films, Greece. What do you expect? What did you see last night? Tell us. Tell us about I, your Saturday I, night. I went to see High School Musical at the the Michael Gardine Theatre. <laughs> And ironically, Michael Gardine was sitting about two sets of Langfairs, <laughs> along with his buddy Lewis Toshney. So, all the cool cats were there last night, Rondo. Uh, obviously, we must. I missed that invite to be one yeah. of the cool cats. Y- yes, yes. High school musical. Yeah, do you know much about it? Do you? Wait, do you I, do I now? Knew, uh, obviously, I've heard that, but I didn't know anything about it. But there was a lot of bands there singing along out of the song. So, I was. I might have been in 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 the cool sits with the cool cats. But then they would care what was going on. But hey ho, it was a Saturday night. It was a favourite ticket. Jobs are good. It's a chip show at the Garden favourite ticket. Certainly, uh, uh, it was better than the last show that I saw at the Garden. <laughs> Let me just go and say that. Was there as much swearing in this Latin last night? Nah, nah, no swearing. What about the what about the next hour? How much swearing are you expecting? When you put a one on it pretty early. No idea. No idea. <laughs> um. Uh, that 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 was the mess. Saturday. I just uh, just done nothing. I worked. That's kind of what I did. Normal. Um, I I am a crust. Thought woke up this morning, not with a lark, but feeling pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. But a lurgy, maybe. Who knows? I thought, you know, if this had happened a few days ago, probably could have got cover. Not feeling the greatest, but no. You know what? I'll soldier on, lads. Mm-hmm. I'll soldier on up there at the back of ten and get myself sorted and. And then I probably said to myself, how bad can it be? How bad can it be? Yeah. By two o'clock, oh my goodness, I knew how bad it could be. Mm-hmm. Listen, a lot of talk, as always, given the, the, the run, the teaming that I've been on. Yeah, I'm no massive on these 12 o'clock, I'm no massive on Sunday games, put it that way. But obviously this one was a bit different. It was a 12 o'clock kickoff. You were going to go and see the women's game at four. You were having a wee double done with the football. It was going to be brah. Uh, you know, but now it's it's drawn you and, and thrown you towards alcohol-free alcohol uh, to, to get you through this. But just like the build-up to it, it was obviously we need a reaction. We're playing Celtic. Oh, you know what? We could we bring our form that we had against Rangers in that last season when we were at home and the games were played at Parkhead. And then the, the team come out, and on paper, I know some people were worrying about, oh, what's playing where and whatever, but quite quickly I went, I think we've went back to back three here. I think mm-hmm. we've that's what we're doing. And probably with Liam Smith in the three. 
and then kind of couldn't out and going right okay we're playing could be could be three in the midfield middle and Alpha Fletcher quite like that as well young Elches I haven't been screaming out for that as well um you know, you've got Levitt, Harks, right? I've still not got a bruiser that could kick fuck out of somebody, but, you know, it could be solid. Oh, and that's why, that was my initial thoughts. What, what were you thinking? No, no bruiser to kick several shades of shit out of anybody. I just thought midfield was going to be lacking a bit of dig, uh, <laughs> as it has been all season. Uh, but then when you look at Celtic's midfield, they, they're just very mobile themselves. Like, it's no like... I kind of think of anybody they've got in their team where you think, oh Christ, he's like a Scott Brown used to be. Like he was the arsehole. He used to get stuck in. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe the game of football is moving away from that completely. That managers are now thinking you didn't need that. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was surprising to see uh, Bh Mulgrew, Watt, Sibbled, the the strange one, the strange case of Craig Sibbled. It was it was surprising to see all them on the bench. Uh, but I wasn't leading into the game I was quite it was on my mind like this this could be anything because they're they're a, they're a good team they're in good form we have collapsed in the last couple of weeks uh, for want of a better way of putting it and you just feared the worst like Postacoglu he's got this team playing like they're getting bit 1-0 with two minutes left uh, they just they chase our hand doing a, a, all stages and like we if, if the last couple of weeks when we've went a goal or two behind it's almost like we've chucked it uh, and that's quite hard to say it's quite hard to watch so I feared the worst but when I actually woke up the day I thought ah, you know what you never know uh, and I didn't care if that's because you're a United fan and you probably never know but we, we should we should know better when it comes to the greeners cheek we always get uh well, we usually get pumped for them. Uh, we've had more pumpings than anything for that team. So, yeah, my my confidence was slightly higher this morning than it should have been. Clearly, I shouldn't have had any confidence, but it was it was there, albeit in minuscule amounts. And uh, we then had to go and sit through the worst ninety minutes that I've ever seen my team play. Four changes to last week's defeat to St. Man, Ross Graham, Kieran Freeman, Archie Mikkelsen, Scott McMahon, Infer, Mulgrew, Watt, Beach, and McGrath. There was obviously the goalkeeper situation, what was going to happen there. Uh, and now, I mean, both keepers have got horrendous records. So who knows what will happen on, on Wednesday night. We got to that, but... I thought, was, you know, that first couple of minutes we started the game well, we really went for it, and then obviously there was a book in for a decapitation Oh, uh, oh, Joe Hart. Yeah. Too far away for me to tell what the hell was going on. Couldn't really see it. Saw it by Fletcher's reaction. Someone was obviously up. And yeah. then it seemed to me, looking at the replay, the referee, who we will definitely get to, uh, waited until he saw blood and then bought the care out. Now, I don't know if that's what happened, but that seems to be what the picture showed to me. But Well, he didn't, <sighs> he didn't book him for about three minutes. Mm -hmm. But he spoke to him. It seemed like it was... Uh, an amicable conversation that the pair of them were hearing and then the cared come out. So, I, I, I don't, me personally, these days, it's very hard to say, well, that's a surprise, you know, that because you get booked for nothing these days or next to nothing. You really do. Has he has he kicked him in the head? Uh, clearly, he's kicked him in the head. Uh, but it was very good goalkeeping for Joe Hart. It was very brave. Uh, but if your striker doesn't go for that, the crowd are on his back. Yeah. Because the ball was there to be won. Joe Hart was just quicker at getting to it. It was uh, as soon as he'd done it, uh, Fletcher instantly knew that he kicked him in the head. 
and he was like he was checking on him. He was very apologetic. He was signalling for help. Like it, there was nothing malicious in it. It was just not even not even bad timing for for Fletcher. Joe Hart just got there quicker, uh, and uh, it was it was disappointing that he that he got yellow carded for that. Stephen McLean, what can I say? It took, uh, you know, because it was a long time as well. Good yeah. five, six yeah. minutes that was happening. Yeah. Have you seen the, the still image? Oh, he's he'd... No, no, I've not seen uh, anything. He's, uh, he's been, he got about four or five staples in his head, so uh, it's, it's fair enough. It was good when he obviously got kicked in the head, got it stapled, gets back to his feet. And the majority of the East Stand, boom. Uh, I'm very proud that I was part of that. <laughs> and uh, it's certainly for that opening spell, it might be the only time we say this today, but. We're, we're all right. We're fine. Things are okay. Yeah, yeah. Cheesy yeah. peeps. Uh, but when when things start going bad, they they go really bad just now. Uh, yeah, I felt the, the like I haven't seen anything back. I've not really listened Didn't to anything on the radio. No, no. But like I'm, I can't. I, the, put it this way, Rondo. There was that many goals. I can't remember them. Uh, the first in, I think we were on the attack and they they broke up. I think just piss poor defending for us and it was clinical for them the second in again I think we've gave them Top I think man. we've gifted gifted the ball to Kyogo so that was piss poor but in fairness to the laddie Kyogo that's a great finish like I don't even care how far out he is because I'm on the other side of the ground but he's cur- I was right behind it as soon as he hit it Ron again it was in uh, but before that Ericsson had to make a, a good few saves because mm. you know Celtic were they were in the ascendancy and we just we looked at sixes and sevens a lot of the time. Uh, we did have a chance. Uh, we hit the post. And I felt that we were, we were. I mean, it sounds ridiculous to say on the back of what just happened, but I felt that there was a a, a couple of wee spells where when they were funny and about with the bat at the back, I thought we were pressing them. And like they're no, like Joe Hart's, he's a decent keeper, but he's no overly comfy with the bat at his feet. Uh and I, I think Starfelt and that Farter Vickers, like they, they're, they're all right. Like they did a job in this league. They're, pro- they're probably above anything else out with the, the old firm at centre half level, but that's that's what money will get you. But they're, they're, they didn't instill fear into me, certainly when they've got the bat at their feet. And I, and I thought that we were pushing up and we were catching them out. And we had a few chances. One of them fell to Middleton. And I know people were screaming for him uh, past the Fletcher. Maybe he should have, I don't know, but he's. He's hit a shot, hit the post, and I mean that—that that was about it for us. Uh, the world just imploded. Yeah, because yeah, the the back pass, didn't it? That you never quite controlled. Yes. Joe Hart had sort of rolled out, and it was yeah. Guinea. But uh, I mean, again, I kind of yeah. mind that was after one nil or two nil. I never kind of mind, but it was in of them. I think it was one. It was one. <laughs> it probably was one. Yeah. Uh, what? What's? What's? It, I mean. As soon as the second goal goes in, and you're right in saying, boys, it's a great strike, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of bits in the play that shouldn't happen for it to get there, right? But the boys tinged at top, man. But the heads just go down. That game was done there. Like, every yeah. single head goes down. Not one yeah. person is threatening to punch another boy's boss. Yeah. Or anything. And boys are just looking at themselves and just in a wee mope about. And it's it's like, a common theme, though, Rondo. It's happening all the time. Unbelievable. And I, yeah. I said it like, we're, a bit, we're on about the Altmar game like. so the Altmar game when you go 1-0 down it's 1-0 you go 2-0 down you're still 2 on you're in it and then when the third goes in that was that in. but like yeah, the day it was the second goal soon the second goal goes in the I can't again there's that many fucking goals 
but the third end look is a mile offside, which is also another, also includes the fourth. Well, I don't know, because Stephen McLean blocks Mikas and Afferin. He's that off was the third. All right. That's definitely the third goal. He's offside for yeah. that. He's also off for the fourth then. Right, okay. But I, I haven't I haven't seen any back, but I saw but I heard somebody say that the fourth was offside. Uh, and the then any, any of them in the second so, half is um, definitely half an hour. But still, we'd still yeah. get bait six nine. Yeah, it's uh yeah, the the one that like, if you want to go back to the third goal, th- that in my opinion should never have been allowed to stand. Like Archie Makerson's going to close the boy down, the boy with the bar. And the ref blocks him, mm. and then literally one pass later, and the, the boys the boys played in. <laughs> I, I don't know, and I, I, I don't rate Stephen McLean as a referee. I'm not even standing here saying to you he's purposely done that to assist Celtic in getting a good. He hasn't, but the fact that what he he affected that hill passage of play, he affected it. Effectively, we had nobody closing the boy down because the player that we had going to the man was blocked for the referee. How can you know blow the whistle? And even if you just hear a drop bar and you you drop it well, to Celtic if because a bar, they have if a, bar, if a bar hits the referee, that's what happens. Exactly. So how how well, should it be well, the same? If the ref blocks you, if the ref blocks you, then it's play on and then they score. It's I mean, it's it's nitpicking in a way because at the end of the day that'll get forgot about because we got what we got. Uh, but at the time, it was another in war. The big thing You're as well, right? The battered in the second, right? And we'll say that as a, as a good strike. The third and fourth are tappings, eh? Tappings. Fourth's there, but they jot us off, right? <laughs> but the third and they're tappings. Like, what the defensively, what are we doing? Why's no looking? Why's no following a run? Why's no picking up? Why's no just nudging somebody? Oh, man. It's embarrassing. Uh, it was embarrassing. Like, in the second half, it was, it was just, it was almost like. A training game for Celtic. They've probably had harder training games, in fairness. That's how bad we were. We were incredibly poor the day. And as you say, it was at the back where we 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 no helping ourselves. Like we're, I don't understand how the defence we had last season, which is essentially the same players, can perform the way that they did last season, and then almost like. They've never seen a, a football. They didn't can anything about football. They didn't can systems. They didn't can men to be marking boys, picking up boys, putting their body in that position. What? How can you? How can you lose what you had? We were the space of a summer in a few games. In fact, not even that. We were, if you you take the Alkmaar at home, we defended quite well that game. That was only four weeks ago. And since then, what have we conceded? A hundred goals or something? It's it's unbelievable. Like that. Genuinely, I struggle to hear the words to to describe what we witnessed today. Uh, it's just it's beyond comprehension that you could be in the same league as a team at home and concede nine and uh, no score any. And and like one player got booked for a booking that he shouldn't have got booked for. And I'm not saying the answers to go about chasing boys and kicking boys, but. No, but listen, if somebody would have just put somebody in the air, like exactly. Craig Sibyl put Liam Smith in the air, uh, just fucking hit somebody. Show, yeah, yeah. show it cares. Show you of care. Course. Yeah. Can I just... No, Rondo, I'm, I'm old-fashioned when it comes to that. That's the sort of thing that I, that I would appreciate. I would applaud that. I would have applauded the hell out of that today because it was just never coming. It was never happening. 
we didn't get close enough to put anybody in. As you say, the only boy who got put in there was Liam Smith, and that was the other man. Nonsense. A nonsense. Something's badly wrong. And for to read like on like social media and group chats and like players have down tools. It's the end of August. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like we could be on a it's not like we could be on a summer holiday for the season finishing. It's not even the end of August yet. And that's no in my opinion, that's no people being malicious and trying to cause bother. That's people commenting on what they're seeing. How how can you lose seven nothing and then a couple of weeks later you lose nine nothing and you keep hearing, oh, don't blame the manager. Oh, it's your fault. We're going to hit a work harder. We'll have meetings. No, don't be slating the club. Be positive. We've let in 16 goals in two games. 16 goals in two games. Nine at him. It's bullshit, Rondo. It's, un- it's unbelievable that it's happened. For that 1-0 win at home against Alkmaar, I would never have believed anybody tell me on whatever day it is the day you'll be standing there recording this podcast and your team will be utter dog shit. You would never have believed that. But here we are. Since the Altmar win, we've lost 24 goals in five yeah. games. Yeah, many have scored. Uh, one for the penalty spot against Hertz. Uh, probably wasn't even a penalty. Unbelievable. I, I, I can't, I, I don't know what to say. Something's going to change. Something's going to hit a change, uh, and we'll need to get on that once once we discuss the other, however many goals that that we've not discussed yet. I can't even mind what the goals were. I just remember people walking the band of our net. It seemed like and dinking the bow of our keeper. Just pathetic, honestly, absolutely pathetic. It was embarrassing. The thing is, you get in at half time. It's like right, lads, we can consolidate here. Eh? Let's go ten at the back. Let's not lose a goal early. Five minutes later. Scored again, yeah, yeah. That's poor. And it was, and again, it was. They didn't even have to work hard for it. Uh, it was just easy. A, again across the box, boy in the six-year box, putting in. And I didn't like how many times I looked, and I thought, "Your players not looked over each other yet." Doesn't care money is. A boy just ran off him again. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think, I think Celtic are a very good team. In, in Scottish football just now. I think their movement is brilliant. Uh, they've got the best player in the league, I think, in the boy Jota. I don't see many better players than him. Uh, Kyogo's a good player, clearly. And they come up against a United team that is absolutely bereft of confidence. Uh, just, I don't know, heads go doing far too easy. We, we make it easy for other teams just now. We make it we make it difficult for ourselves. It looks to me like we're not playing for the manager. And that might upset some people me saying that, but again, I'm not saying that to cause any bother. I'm saying that because that's what it looks like to me. Uh if you're playing for your manager, you, you tend not to lose games nine nothing at him. So I mean, whoever whoever wants to take that on board as the criticism, then then crack on. Uh even here pop back. No first, but something something's going to hit a change, and uh, days like today are incredibly difficult to take. It's embarrassing, but I suppose in a way you're earning your stripes for when you see United hey good days. Like you've got to you've got to sit through bad days like this. But that was a that was a particularly bad day. Uh, I have felt angrier at the football because I kind of I think deep down it was always the, it's always the fear when you come up against uh, the old firm. I suppose that. Oh, if they're on their on their game and you're no, 
you could get an absolute doing. And uh, again, a lot of people speculated through the week that this is exactly what was going to happen. And lo and behold, here was here was stand speaking about this, the worst home defeat in world history, I think it is. Uh, the biggest biggest away win in, in the league history. Fair squad that I, that I keep saying is better than the end that finished fourth last season. Uh, it's it's just it's a head scratcher, Rondo. Uh, I, I'm all out of positivity just now when it comes to United. I don't see I don't see where the next goals coming for. I don't see where the next points coming for. I don't see where the next wins coming for. Clean sheets, good in. What are they? Uh, I just don't can. I just I don't know what to say. You cannot concede that many goals at any level of football. I don't care if you play amateur, junior, further sides, or whatever. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. embarrassing. Like, and to be, and, th- and this is the thing as well. Like, we are, we, like, the club means a lot more us than to some players. And that's just a thing. Like, that's normal. I get that. You know. But that's some not even players, a criticism of the players. No, it's so, not. Say, it's, it's, not that's it's a, a fact. fact. It's just the way it is. Yeah. But, but you look over the years and years that have gone by, and I think especially the season we went down, the boys just took their wages. They didn't care. Yeah. They weren't yeah. caring. They were like, this will be all right. Like, yeah. this is alarming. This is alarming right now. Mm-hmm. That we sit, like, and I, I, I use the word rooted, but we are two points off of. A worth for anybody. Two points. Yeah. We're minus mm. 16 goal difference. Yeah, after five games. It's August. You know, and, th- and this is the big thing. Because there's massive... I, I'd, listen, I don't care what's going on at the club. I don't know what's happened. But I imagine there might have been one or two conversations this afternoon. I don't think there was a... We'll see you morning. I think that's been discussed today. Because yeah. if a husband then it better be because somebody's had their post punched or something's happened or Abdi's knocked fuck out each other in a dressing room. I don't can. But yeah. the problem we've now, the, the, the thing we're at is the transfer window closes this week. We've got to go to Livingstone Wednesday. So say Jack Ross does leave, whether it's through the, his own omission or the club or whatever. Where the hell does that leave us? With his squad of players or the squad that are there and then somebody's to get a tune out of them that have no got yeah. any tune because as soon for other plaudits they got against Altmar deservedly when we won mm-hmm. 1-0 mm-hmm. you need to tap the shite when you're shite and man we were utter dog shite the day and yeah. we weren't a great in Altmar we were shite last week as well mm-hmm. we, we weren't a great against Livingston you know and against Hertz we were like meh so I'm struggling to find again same as you I'll always be positive here as much as we can when there's a feeling that we can be it, right? Because I think we have to be as supporters and you always need to look at Like last year, mm. we saw games differently. The COVID season, you see games differently. But there's no nee, there's nee way MD can draw anything. If the manager's coming out saying how embarrassing it is, what's it like for a fan? Like, yeah. did I get us wrong, eh? For him being on the sideline, I, I'm sure he felt horrendous. I'm sure he did because his team just had nine and you'll Ken, it's mm. tough. But sitting in the stand, like I'm not sitting in the stand, but when I'm sitting, I'm sitting there in shock. Like, unbelievable. I just couldn't uh, yeah, can't believe I, people, I think. Just... I, think, I think most people were, were shocked and speechless and you, you, you just couldn't believe what you were seeing. 
I just you want you just like gifting them goals. I, I'm not saying I want listen, I'm not saying I want boys fighting on the park, eh? But just hey, a go at somebody or just like show it. Because whether yeah. we're there in silent, silent treatment or we're just here we no, I'm gonna throw our hands up at myself. Nobody's pointing a finger or anything. Again, I'm not saying yeah. it needs to be like, but for this collective, this group, we should be able to do that. No, you've Again? got you've got to, people need to be held accountable for seven nothing defeats, four one defeats, three nothing defeats. Well, no defeats, somebody's accountable. Of course, of yeah. course. So it, to me, it's not a bad thing if there's fan outs, if there's if there's words had, but uh, I, I think I think something on. Like you're saying what what happens? Like for me, I'll be amazed if Jack Ross is still the manager. I will be, and I'm, by Wednesday, I'd, I'd be surprised if he's still the manager by Wednesday. I'm not sure how people survive uh, a nine nine defeat at him, a seven nine defeat away, albeit against two good teams. But that shouldn't be happening, Rondo. It, it, it shouldn't be happening, and it's and again, I go back to the fact that I think when you look at, it looks like the players are they're just no. That they're not bent into what he's trying to get them a day. That's the nicest way I could put it. Uh, no, I don't know if that's true, but that's the way it looks. And then I think I said as much on on Twitter. Like I'll be surprised if by the time my tea served on Monday that he's he's still on post. I could be wrong, but I just think like it's it's dead man walking stuff now. Uh, and and a lot of boys are like, ah, oh, but well, why would you get in? I don't care what I'd get. In. That's that's not even in my thoughts just now. I don't. I don't have a clue. Like, I'm not the guy that'll hate to get anybody in, so I don't really have to worry about that. And you got other guys that are saying, but it's not just the manager; it's the players. Absolutely, absolutely agree. It's Abdi. And, I, and if it is a case that the players aren't playing for the manager, then that's bad games, and that's poor professionalism. If if that is the case, but in the world of football, as it is the day rondo, you kind of suck twenty five boys when you can suck one. Mm-hmm. or when you can part ways for one so if he goes it wouldn't surprise me he might not want any part of it anymore but if, he, if he's thinking I mean he's coming and said he, he won't walk he's coming and said that to the press right well and so I th- we're going to shove well I think that and I think any manager that that's got that and again it's early like see if this is a couple of years doing the line then I, I would see a manager maybe go come up I've had two good years this has been a bit of a shitey start. I'm off. Thanks yeah. very much. He's had, he's, had, he's had one good game. Eh. That's, that's what we've had. One so, good game. I could see why. And again, listen, I'm sure it's, it's come down to money and all this kind of thing, but when you're getting paid and everything like that, you're paid to do a job and he wants to see the job through and I get that. But, you know, you look at like everything about it, like for how embarrassing it was, for, you know, what's going to happen between, like at the end of the day, you look on paper now, if that's not another advert for players we are short of, I'm not sure what is. And if the pot is empty right now, I'm awfully worried. I'm awfully worried. I, th- I, th- I think it is. I think it is. I'm awfully worried. Like, I, I said to you last week, I'd be surprised if we bring anybody else in. Regardless of uh, the fact that it looks like we've got a very unbalanced squad. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad. Like, I can't believe that we're in this position. We've only played five games. I get it. I get it. It's early. But when you start getting cut adrift the early doors, it's very, very hard to get out of that. Mm. Very hard to get out of it. 
Yeah, that is the last thing that we need to be doing. I mean, like, got a draft again. It's not, you know, comparing it to the to the Almar game, but I think you've really got to because, you know, clean sheet, working hard, you know, shape was good, we were solid, you know, there was a toughness about where we were fighting for everything. It's gone. And then the first the first chunk of adversity, heads go down, hands go in the air. Hopeless, we get scalped. And I get like I, I don't know if it's a like a mental thing or whatever else, but as soon as a second goal goes in, it's so heads down, and it's. I mean, we have watched some shite, right? We have watched some utter dog shit, yeah. and just the time we've been doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, even the near. Well, that'll be 10 years in January. That's if I see January at this rate, because who knows? <laughs> you think the game was around the corner. You know, that'll be 10 years doing this job, right? But he's still a fan, right? I've seen the older that year. And even then, we've seen shite. We've seen bad mm-hmm. results and defeats. But never at him have I seen anything at that level. And I've seen old firm come and scalpel before, but I've yeah. never ever just been so embarrassed no that's what it was like, like for the last 10 minutes of that game it was embarrassing they, their fans are basically giving it we want 10 huh? we want 10 how have we put ourselves in that position Rondo and I tell you I would have lost money but if I was a betting man I was convinced they were going to get 10 oh, I know I know oh, honestly I really was I couldn't have, I couldn't have hoped for that final whistle anymore like and I've been a cup finals where you're, you're leading and you're just praying for the final whistle. I was really, uh, nine's, nine's horrific. Like, it's beyond horrific. Ten, I don't know where I would have went tonight. Would Probably wouldn't have recorded this nonsense. No. No, I've seen a lot of people actually, <laughs> see a lot of people say, didn't bother doing it. Uh, but, you know, here we are. Uh, here we are. It's Terrible. just... It was just terrible. There's, it's like it's very, it's very rare that I'm downbeat and you're downbeat. But uh, when your team gets scudded nine nothing at him comfortably, handsomely, could have been <laughs> any of your better players as your keeper. And uh, uh, that, that will, that will knock all the positivity and, and happiness out you. And here we are. It's so for, so frustrating. I mean, yeah, it's grim. Yeah, you, 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 you've got to wonder what. Like, there would have been conversations after the game, no, no doubt. Uh, yeah, wonder what was said. I mean, what do you say? Like, if you're, if you're Jack Ross and you're mad, and I can, if he has a debrief with Tony Asgar after every game, uh, I would imagine that probably they do it at home, seeing as their offices are side by side. Like, yes, what do you even say? Sorry. <laughs> but what what can you say after that? I was. Well, what what has he come out and said after the game anyway? Is he like he's embarrassed? Has he said sorry? Has he said this team's no playing for me? I mean, I've not really, I've not really seen anything. Uh, he, um, so the, so the, the the bits they've lifted for the the Sky Sports ones on Twitter. That's about five minutes long. But the the bit the BBC have published is. Humiliating and embarrassing for me as manager to be in charge of the team that delivered that, for the players to be part of it, for the football club. We offer them an apology because it's nowhere near good enough. You shouldn't concede that number of goals at any level of football, irrespective of the standard of the oppos- of the opponent. 
you know. And, I would but, disagree with any of that. Eh? Old Ange comes out and says, you know, we're probably, we thought United would be a bit, they're in a rough spell, probably be a bit vulnerable today. Vulnerable, mate. You didn't even need the Vaseline. In you go. Bosh. Yeah, yeah and it was yeah. just... <laughs> Bosh. <sighs> Honest to word, man. It's just... We, we got to talk to them early, which allowed us to play our football. And you could still be there. You, you, you didn't even need to play your football. You'd probably still win the game. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. He, he helped us out by bringing on about seven subbies and a winner. That, that kind of disrupted the... Thank, listen, the, thank the God they took the, the foot off the gas. can. I can. It was, they did. Like For about a 20-minute 20, 20 spell, they did. Uh, and yeah, as you say, like thank goodness. I mean, it's it's embarrassing enough, you know. It, it really is. It was enraging enough. Well, I mean, figures. Well, that there's a there's a ten minute spell. Um, or they didn't score. No, when they they scored in like fifty, fifty five, and fifty nine, and you're like, easy peeps. And then it, it was goes, it was one nil in thirty nine minutes, Rondo. Well, aye, it so, was only one nil aye, in thirty nine. So, so funny minutes. you say that. So that was a discussion we were saying after the game, right? We're saying, I think for staff, we'd have went in a one nil. You'd have went, this is no bad. And obviously, then they get the second, then the third, and I want to say they got a fourth. They did. It was four at half time. It was just like, come on, man. Ah, it was just the <laughs> ultimate kick in the plums. That was, it was, it was game over. Oh, no, they scored in oh. 40, and then two in injury time. That was it. Yeah, they scored yeah. in the 40th. Right, that was it. And you were thinking, that's not bad. You know, we've had a little bit. For you go for being one hand doing it. Seven minutes injury time, they stick two in the bag in. They've been two and four and a half time. It was unbelievable. Just so, so. Fr- and we'll let the boy Starfelt score. He's hopeless. He is hopeless. Oh. He should have been booked. But, but Listen, like seven fouls he had. Barely got spoke yeah. to. No even a cared. Yeah. I'm no shocked yeah. about it, but no, even, no, no even a, no even a look, no even a look out at him and say, right lad, let's let's not be a dick here, let's move on. Nah, just keep doing what you're doing. Eh? Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. But but that's that's the sort of thing that you know you're going to have to put up with when you when you you play Celtic or the Rangers. Decisions are very hard to come by, and the last thing that you want to be doing is making it easy for them, as you said. Your Vaseline comment, we couldn't have made it much easier for them after bad today. Uh, I've but, really that I mean it's it's historically bad. Like I've I, f- I felt I've probably felt worse watching United, but I don't think I've ever felt as ashamed, as embarrassed, as just truly horrified at how things have unraveled so quickly, so badly. I'm i I'm doubting whether like I, I'm doubting whether we've we've actually improved our squad. I, I, I feel like we did, but like if if you're looking at the evidence of what we're actually getting served up, Christ Almighty, you would think that we'd sell our good players in the summer, and uh, that, that wasn't the case. So I don't know what's going on. I kind of I kind of pinpoint that last season, our strong point was defending. We've not really changed the defenders much. Perfect Lewis Nielsen, while wasn't really in the team much. And we kind of we couldn't keep Burns at a sweet shop. Uh, we've got two keepers. That um, there's not much confidence floating about for the fans in either of them, even though the boy was all right the day. And when Jack Cross came in, you, you kind of hoped, right? Okay, we'll build on what we've got, and we'll hopefully be better 
moving forward up the pitch and at, at the, the business end of the park. But Christ Almighty, we're just as inept up there. Fletcher's now ploughing a lone furrow rather than McNulty. McNulty was thinking, no, Fletcher at least gives you something. He wins his fair share. He's strong. He, he put in a shift, even the day he put in a shift. Fair play on, on a booking for the majority of his time on the park. But uh, there's there's just there's just nothing. There's there's nothing that I can pinpoint and say, right, this is no, but we'll be all right because of this. There's nothing. But we're we're in we're in trouble. As things stand, we are in big, big trouble. Something's something's gonna have to give. I think something'll change uh, pretty soon. I don't know how how people survive uh, the defeats that we've just had. And it doesn't get any easier coming up, you know. You've you've got a bogey team on a bogey ground, <laughs> and again, all that talks just nonsense. But it's it's not an easy game, and then you've got another away game of the following weekend. So yeah, like uh, I, I I don't can I don't can where we we'll go for here, but we've been absolutely dog shit the last few weeks, and oh. uh, that was the tin lid on it today. Well, we've lost five on the spin. Yeah, two points uh, adrift at the bottom. I've conceded twenty three in four games. Um, eight of them came in the final hour of today's game, which mm. is just, just embarrassing, man. Like, like that's yeah. the word. Like, it's not even speechless. It's just embarrassing. Yeah, you know, just yeah. Because boys like me and you, like, we're the ends. That, like, I'm sure the the players probably feel well. They, they better feel hurt about that. Uh, but it's fans. Can't, it's us that'll struggle to sleep tonight. It's us that'll go to work in the morning and get the piss ripped to it. It's us that have got to go through social media and see Abdi laughing at our team. And rightly so, because if it was somebody else, we'd probably be doing it. That's just the way it works. Uh, it's just it's just a desperate, desperate time. Uh, and I don't understand how we've got here. We, as a club, we seem to be in a good place. As a fan base, we were all fairly upbeat. And that's... Like you could you could see that that was uh, look at the, the number of season tickets that was reflected in how many season tickets that were shifted this season boys were upbeat boys were up for it boys felt that we'd had a good transfer window one or two aside and and here we are like we're genuine, genuinely concerned that we're going down after five games I, I don't know I don't know how we got here Rondo I really don't know doesn't make any sense to me I think Ryan Edwards, I spoke to the press after the game as well. BBC have got him, you know, quoted as saying we're 100% behind the manager. We know his players, we've let him down, we've let each other down, no the shit. fans, the staff, the families. Um, no shit. Uh, <laughs> boys that are 100% behind the managers, then I get a bit 9 now. Then I get a bit 7 now. Then I get a bit 3 now, facing man. And in my opinion, and I'm no doubt if he bumps into me in the street, you'll wrap my puss. Good. At least he's wrapped somebody's puss. You, I don't believe that the. the that the Hale squad's 100% behind the manager. I don't believe it, for what I'm seeing. You don't get performances like that if you're fully behind the manager, in my opinion. I don't know. It's just a... I mean, just the way it's went since the Altmar games, unbelievable. Like, even the Kelly was a kick in the buzz in the last minute, but we went right the last minute. Should have seen the game yeah. out. Yeah. But to then, that's Thursday, and then since then, it's just been an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah, it has, it's been a sporting disaster. And again, that's a strong word. Like You shouldn't have used that for a game of football, but like it's been a footballing disaster. How not to play football. 
we have wrote a new manual the last month. How do I get out of it? That's, that's what Abdi needs to be focusing on now. No Abdi is in me, you and the rest of the punters. Abdi at the club. How do we get out of this malaise that has just set a new night, it seems like? Uh, how do we move forward? And then, then I, again, again, there's media days and people get asked questions and you're, when you read papers, you're like, what did, what did you say that for? Can just shut your post. Then I tell you that we're going to win the treble, Rado. Then I say this and then I say that. But like, I get that they get asked questions, but my goodness, nobody wants to hear it. Eh? Nobody wants to hear it. No. Nobody wants to hear... Uh, uh, speaking personally, I don't want to hear anything. I just want them to go on the park, put in performances and maybe win again. I, I don't know, no interested in whatever you're in pursuit of. Uh, just, just win again. Just put a bit of effort in. Play like you can. Play for the manager. Play for the club. Play for the fans. Play for yourself. <laughs> exactly. I mean, looking at the, uh, looking there at the, the kind of manager history and, you know, this turnover of managers just, it's ridiculous. It was all, it was all, it's a worry because it was, it felt like it's always going to catch up and bite us in the arse. Because yeah. you can't, it's, it's no, like you're trying to build like a squad and you want certain players to be here a number of years, but then you bring in a manager every year for what seems like the last four, five years or something. Yeah, that was always going to come back and bite us in the arse. And it feels like this is that period of time where our, our arse is getting bit. Well, I mean, that's, that's the seventh game today. Right, and as as you know, could very well be the shortest reign in any manager that we've had. Right? Yeah. Tam Court's forty-seven games season. Mickey Mellon forty-six games season. Robbie Nielsen, what was that? Just short of two seasons. It was the October Se- time, season and a half, and then the season COVID. Um, seventy games. <laughs> Shabal Aslo, <laughs> forty-four games, less than a season. Ray McKinnon got what? Two season, it was a season, wasn't it? Just over a season, season and a bit, yeah. You know, and then uh, Mixu obviously came in during the the relegation season that McNamara was there. Yeah. Uh, you know who had Jack, Jackie Mack was the last one that, that got a run two and a half year. Yeah, like, and I, I firmly believe that you need continuity in that in that. Post. But again, we firmly uh, believe that he should have went that summer. Yeah, right, well. Yeah, that, that's your opinion. But still, but that, two years. But then that was a different regime. That mm-hmm. was that's by the by now. You know that was in the past. But the last four years, it's it it can't be part of the grand plan to be replacing the manager every summer. It can't be. Peter Houston, four seasons podcast pal. Yes. Um, yeah. Craig Levine, what three seasons? Just over three seasons. You know. Yeah, it would have been longer if it wasn't for Scotland yeah. taking him away. I suppose. You know. But yeah, it's. Just... it's, it's but, we're not helped. That that's not helped. But that's Things also like that took. Well, that's also took back to two thousand and six. Like like you say, you're on about these seasons. Aye, you know it's mental. Shabba season. Yeah. McKinnon just over a season. Nielsen nearly two. Melon a season. Yeah. Damn court season. Jack Ross a month. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Well, that's what it might be, Rondo. All joking aside. Uh, and I've seen like people, you know, people going, "Ah, what would Michael O'Neill or Big Dunk?" I think in a great in, in a, a, a a fantasy world day two would be amazing. I can't see it though. I can't see it. No, I'm just not no, sure that, what I see coming in. No, just... no, no, and that's it. And I, I don't hear that answer. But Dundee United are a relatively big club where mm. we are, Rondo. Uh, and the, the chairman's 
backed the manager and the, or the manager of the recruitment team however the hell it gets divvied up doing it Tanadice than I can uh, but the, the, I think it must be a decent chairman to work for in my opinion uh, from the little that I know uh, so I think that I think it would be an attractive post if if it was to become available uh, so it's like I, I don't know I, I, there's so many so many things I, I, I just kind of put my finger on it I don't know what I want other than my team to play a wee bit better or a big bit better even because uh, I'm just I'm absolutely lost for for intelligible words after watching that absolute guff uh, I even went through a phase I think it was after 8 went and uh, I was just I hate football I hate, I hate football I'm never coming back here I seen you stood there with your puss tripping yeah we fair did yeah like my back was hurting so I thought I'm just going to stand up now because there's nobody behind us because Abdi's went him <laughs> so I thought I'll just stand here but yeah you're just standing there just I don't even kind of I was watching the game at that point Rondo I, it was it was surreal you got, I kept looking at the scoreboard thinking 8-7-9 can't be right nobody gets bit 7-9-8-9-9-9 at him nobody but we did well and truly Pumped, yeah. scalped, and, and reamed. Again, the thing is as well for so many of the goals when you you manage to see them back, you'll think preventable, 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 and it's it, it's just an absolute shit show. It really is. Um, yeah, this should be a laugh. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I will go with the good, and I will say that away top you are rocking is affy bonnie to see it. Uh. It is a nice away top. It is very nice. I'm glad you never put any shorts on as well when you showed it, but that's a it's nice tap in it. Although, is it a wee, is it a wee, wee crossover collar you've got rock in there? Is that what there that is? is? There definitely is, but I don't like the back of it. It's got that United in pursuit right on the, the back of the collar. <laughs> of goals, just, of whatever. I care, it's, it's low doing. It's low doing my list of things that are pissing us off right now, but, but it's on it. Well, it's I, on the list. I'm gonna I'm gonna claim the good for this week and say definitely seen that away top in the uh, dare I say flesh uh, as Afe Afe Bonnie it really is. Although I don't wear it often because there's not been that many good results. And I know you'll tell us about it very soon, but uh, I'm going for the good. Uh, I was just going to roll the bad and the ugly into what was served up the day between twelve and two. It has to be like the historically bad result. Uh, that we've we've just had to endure. Uh, I feel I just, you just feel sorry for like fellow fans, you know, to to hear your team putting in a performance like that, getting a scoreline like that. And as I've already touched on, can boys are going to have to go to the work in the morning and get the piss ripped right out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, honest, to, honest to God, I don't. You don't know why you bother sometimes. <laughs> you really don't. Talking of things, you don't know why you bother. Uh, Wednesday night, we're away to Livingston in the uh, yes. Premier Sports Cup and then Motherwell away in the cinch on Saturday. Uh, a bit of a mixed fortune for the two of them, if I could just find what the results were again. Uh, Motherwell got beat for Kilmarnock 2-1 mm-hmm. and yep. Livingston got their airs handed to them for Aberdeen 5-0. So both yeah. the teams have lost. How yeah. do you think it might shape up this week? Well, like I touched on it, you kind of see where you kind of see where the next goal, next draw, next wins coming for just now. So, 
So, hypothetically, and I might go this way, your caretaker manager on Wednesday night, with it being the cup, would you then hear clear the can clear the decks and just go for a totally new eleven based on the day, just to go? Come what? You boys get out the final line. These boys are going to take a chance. It's the cup. Anything can happen. You know the league is quite clearly priority now, more so now that we're rooted. What would you be then? I'd be playing what I perceived to be the strongest team. Okay, it is the cup. Like again, you're saying that the league's the priority. Maybe, maybe staying in the league, but like for for a United fan, the best days that you can possibly get are winning a cup. So, so what is your team? I want to say then I can. I would I would hear sit down with a list of other names in in front of us and picking and I I can't I can't offer that up on the spot one I really can't but I would be playing my strongest team because like me personally I don't fear Livingston nobody should fear Livingston nope. it's it's only Livingston okay but then they'll be looking at us thinking Christ Almighty we got scalped yesterday but they got really scalped mm-hmm. uh, so and they they'll can that they've got a good record against us, they'll probably look at our defence and think they'll have an absolute rout of us. Uh, so they're, they're probably delighted with that draw, more, more so than what we are just now. But it's, it's still a winnable game. Mm-hmm. But if you put in a, a, but if, if we play the way we've been playing, Rondo, we're not going to win any games. That, that's where I am. If I'm, if I'm caretaker manager, I'm picking my strongest team. But if the players still decide that they're going to put in the sort of performances, the level of effort and whatever that they've been putting in the last few weeks, then we'll be the cup. Uh, you're right. You look at the fixtures after, eh? It doesn't get any easier, that's for sure. Motherwell um, Hibs Rangers or something? Uh, yes. Yeah, Motherwell Hibs and Rangers. Uh, Motherwell obviously seemed uh, you know, they got that, they went out the, to Sligo, they then beat St Mern, they got beat for St Johnston, they then went and beat, you know, Aberdeen and, and, and Livingston and then got brought back down to Earth. So it's, it's certainly going to be a tough game. It's certainly going to be easy. They play Inverness during the week in the cup at home as well. Uh, so, and again, just when you're looking at it, when you're needing two points behind, it's like, well, here we go again. I think the record's, is that record okay there? Although we... we we won in the mm. COVID season, but we got to be last year, didn't we? That was in the pissing rain. Start yeah, the season. Tony what? Aye, when you call him for that. I remember how to score a goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, it's... Uh, I can watch as well. There'll not even be any Donner Kebab pairs, eh? No, that's... Is it no... Uh, that's St. Mern that hate them, is it not? Oh, dear. Because Livingston promised them and then I got it. about two and a half thousand Arabs through. <laughs> And then didn't they deliver? So the reason I went because I'm certainly not going this week after that today. I'm no, I'm I'm not going. I, I was I was swithering anyway because money's a wee bit tight in my in my wallet. Money's at too the, dead at to the mention. Yeah, I wonder yeah, no, he's got I'm, that new tab on. Yeah, the Bairn had to I had to dig in his piggy bank to get this. I feel like the worst feather in Dundee. <laughs> no chance. Tell you. No, is that, is that how the, his was bought enough? <laughs> uh, I had to strike him a deal. I was like, look, buddy, you can get your tap. And I can get met up <laughs> off of your money, but if that happens, you can't get shorts and stocks yet. So he was good enough to say, right, that that's cool. When do you get paid? Wednesday, right? Okay, get uh, me my right. shorts and socks on Wednesday. Cheers, so, uh. 
Cheers. And that's, that's where we were. So there was there was a wee bit of conversation had to be had yesterday morning when the, the strips came out. Wait, so that's how you've but, not got uh, any shorts on because you've no bought them. No bought them yet. No, uh, no. Great. Next time, put Nightmare. some shorts on. Nightmare. But similar to yourself, Rondo. Uh, nah. I'm 99% certain I'll not be there through the week. No, uh, no after that the day. I can't really afford that. Nah, no after that the day. I don't, I, I don't, no, I mean, you, nah. know, you know what? See, as bad as, as it was, it, it, it's not so much... It's very easy to say, right, nah, because of because of that shite, I'm not going back. It's still your team. We will go back. Uh, I'm definitely going to Motherwell next Saturday. I'll definitely go there. But I just thought, it's a scale night. I've got the burn... 30, 40 quid in peril, ticket money to play. Is that cash, man? Pitch. It's a lot of dosh, Ken. It is cash. It is cash. It is cash. Yeah, so, nah, it's, it's no happening this Wednesday. So, that'll be DUTV audio for me, I'm afraid. So, if you want to buy yourself any Dode Fox podcast merch to uh, to get us to some games, it'd be greatly appreciated. No, uh, with everything going on and, <laughs> and all that stuff, keep your money. Just keep your money. Like, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Then let's spend on a shitty t shirt for us. Uh, right, that is, that's them. Let's uh, surely you've got some good news when you're going to tell about the academy and the women's team and the loan report because you've now got. Six or seven out on loan, Mr. McNichol. You look awfully happy by that news. Yeah, uh, that's uh, my happiness drained uh, for about one o'clock, Rondo. So there's no happiness left in my face. But we'll start with Chris Mochrey at Dunfermline. It was the fourth appearance on Saturday for us, and it was his first start as the Pars Gaffer James Meat Paste finally saw sense and included him in a starting lineup. He got the full 90 minutes and he would play very well. The match itself finished one all. Phil Robson at Kelly Hurts. Finn started this one on the bench again and uh, Adam Hutchison was also supposed to be playing for the Montrose side in, the, in that game, but he was still out of the squad due to injury. Uh, Finn had to make do with sitting on the bench the whole game and as for Adam, he pulled his hamstring on his debut for Montrose a couple of weeks ago, but he does hope to be back in fine form next week to play alongside the great Sean Dillon. Declan Glass at Derry City. It was an Irish Cup match for Declan and his Derry teammates as they welcomed Cork City to town. The same as last week, Deco started this one on the bench, but he would get on the park with 30 minutes to play. At that point, Derry were one goal to the good. By the end of the match, they had won 2-0 and progressed into the quarterfinals. Jack Newman at Peterhead. I feel like I'm repeating myself with Jack Newman updates each week. Uh, once again, Jack has played the full match for Peterhead on Saturday, and once again, they got pumped. This week, 5-0. Smoker if he keeps a clean sheet. Kai Fotheringham at Stirling Albion. Kai made his debut for Stirling Albion on Saturday as his side travelled to face Bonnie Rig Rose. He would start this one on the bench, but only had to wait 11 minutes to be introduced into the match. When he came on, he was quickly his side's main man, creating numerous chances and having a few himself, but it wasn't to be a winning start for him as Bonnie Rigg ran out 1-0 winners on the day. Leighton Bisland at Cowdenbeath. No game for Leighton this weekend as Cowdenbeath didn't have a game until Tuesday evening where they will be hosting Edinburgh Uni in the Lowland League. Jacob Comerford at Cumbernauld Colts. So apparently young Jacob has been sent on loan too and he's out of he's out on loan with the Colts of Cumbernauld. I'm not sure if United have posted this news themselves or not, but if they have, I bloody missed it. 
As for Saturday, the young defender took his place in the starting lineup and would play the full 90 minutes in a more than comfortable 6-0 win away to the University of Edinburgh. The academy team. On the back of beating the young hibbies last week, the academy lads would welcome Halton to Gussie Park on Friday past. It was to be an incredible start from Dundee United side once again this season as they found themselves a goal behind in seven fucking seconds. Hamilton were then clearly the better team for the remainder of the half and doubled their lead in 21 minutes when United failed to stop a cross coming in and then failed miserably to clear the ball after they had let it come into the box. United had a mountain to climb and they changed it at halftime by bringing on attack-minded Brian Mwangi. This saw the game swing in their favour, but it would take until the 75th minute to pull a goal back and that was from returning from injury Samuel Cleal Harding with a penalty. United threw everything at it in the latter stages and Hamilton had to kick one off their own line, but the sluggish start to the match would ultimately cost them and Hamilton held on for the 2-1 win. The women's team. I told you last week that the women's team were likely to face a stiff test last midweek and that was the way it turned out. They travelled west to face Glasgow City and it was a chastening experience for them. In an attempt to imitate the men's team's performance over in Holland, the ladies found themselves 5-0 down by half-time. By that point, it was simply a matter of saving face. They did have some chances in the first half, but they were nowhere near as ruthless as their Ouija opponents. The second half performance, however, was far better. And although the game would finish 7-0, where have we seen that scoreline before? The team can take a fair bit of credit for their second half performance. That performance was not helped on the night when the United keeper whose name I forget, had a rush of blood to her head and has rushed out in an attempt to reach an admittedly underhit pass back and has only succeeded in wiping out the on-Russian attacker. The ref has told her that if it was in the box, it would only have been a yellow, but since it was a ball hair outside the box, he had no option but to send her packing. I've been assured by the powers that be that if the goalkeeper was picking up a wage from United, she'd definitely have been fined two weeks for that. So pumped on the night, but if I'm honest, not altogether unexpected. That led them on to another tough task this past Sunday as Hibs came to Gussie. The sides had met last season in the Cup and it would be a very one-sided affair with Hibs ladies hitting double figures. This time, however, things were a lot closer. United played quite well on the day, but found themselves two goals down by half-time due to two errors. Hibs also missed a penalty in the first half. The second half was a more physical affair and it was Hibs that got the next goal. Another good move down the left-hand side of United's defence was crossed low into the near post and the Hibs attacker finished it superbly. United never gave up though and did manage to get a goal back. From a corner, from a corner, Danny McGinley rose highest and headed the ball into the far corner of the net. The game would finish 3-1 and although beats beat, there were definitely things to be positive about from that match. Something else that I want to mention this week is John Holt Testimonial Dinner. Events 105 are putting on an evening for John Holt and this will be happening on Friday the 30th of September at the Apex Hotel in Dundee. Various legends will be in attendance and it's sure to be a great night. It's also a very deserved night for our podcast pal John Holt given how long he actually spent at Tanadice and the service that he gave to the club. If you're interested in this, you can get your tickets at www.skiddle.com. That's S-K-I-D-D-L-E.com. When you're speaking about the women's team, I'm just going to ask you a question. Are, are yeah. Motherwell any good women's team? 
Motherwell, well, the women's team played Motherwell the first game of the season and in my opinion were very unlucky not to beat them. It was one all. So Motherwell are kind of in the pack where with the teams that United are in the pack with. Okay. How What happened with them? i just seen their score for the day. What was it? They were playing Celtic. Oh, Christ. Wasn't it nine? It was eight. Eight. Cheesy, peeps. I just these, asked. These, these score lines happen in women's football mm. all the time. And you know what? And people mock it. People yeah. mock it. And then we go to watch for men's team and they get nine. Well, I, I was just at, while you were doing your report there, I was just doing a wee look at the women's uh, the women's team there and uh, it's a Fiona McNichol that plays in the goal at any, any relation. Oh, no, 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 the day. No, no, the, no the day. No, just last Fiona week. Mc... Just, there was a, Is that right? Maybe her that was when uh, he set off, maybe. <laughs> let me tell you, Rondo, see what happened? I couldn't believe it because I was really proud. Like, obviously, the team was, the team was struggling. Like, Glasgow City are name mugs. Yep. I said yep. it last week. They're name mugs. They're a good team at that level. And... Uh, like obviously they were, they were kind of were banging them in left, right and centre it seemed in the first half but every other tweet was saying great save for Fiona McNichol oh Fiona McNichol cut that but out oh she's come out and clutched across and I'm, I was sitting in my house proud as punch and then boom tweet on six to eight minutes played Fiona McNichol off last man tackle or, or something I was like oh my goodness <laughs> I'm going to hear mention this and then she, she phoned me after the game as well. She was driving home for, for Glasgow and I was like, so what happened then? Was it a red? She was like, nah, never a red. Never a red. I came out, short back pass, never a red. The lassie dived over my leg. Now I've seen it since and it didn't look like a dive to me. Now albeit, I'll, I'll, I'll say you didn't get every camera angle that you get on Sky Sports, <laughs> but it didn't look like the lassie dived. It looked like she just got there four seconds before the goalkeeper or something so is it uh, a one yeah. match Al two match Al uh, I'm, she's not even sure because she was down at the game today and I was speaking to her I I think it'll just be the one match because it wasn't a violent conduct like it was just a it oh, was, was a death was it she never touched her <laughs> oh, exactly so the, I'm surprised that the lassie didn't get cited for Devon the compliance officer <laughs> but it's a strange world we live in so I, I think to answer your question I think it's only a one game back Incredible stuff, incredible. Uh, talking of incredible stuff, the Dundee United Community Trust got a wee award this week. The Para Sports Club uh, scooped the best para football project East Region. What a mouthful, isn't it? Award. Uh, delighted to announce uh, they were the hugely popular and unique para sports club was recognised as the best para football project in the East Region in the 2022 Scottish Football Association Grassroots Awards in partnership with the Sunday Mail and McDonald's. Uh, you know as well as, as anyone, Paul, that the kind of work that that team do and the community trust have done over the years, is, it's just really been incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. And, and I've, because my own son was in pretty much from the start of it, like I've seen it grow and grow and there's loads of coaches now and there's loads of different activities that they put on. You know, it's it's absolutely brilliant. Like they, these these guys, I know it's basically a charity thing, and they rely on funding and whatever. But it's it's something that if if it can benefit if it can benefit your kid, then look into it. You know, regardless of uh, your allegiance to your team. Like I, I I get like if you're a not that anybody listening to this wouldn't be a United fan, but if you weren't a United fan, then don't let that be a barrier to going along to a session. You know, just just 
go along, give it a go, your burn might absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, Smile is back for the 22-23 season it's going to be back at the Dundee Rep and on Wednesday 22nd of February the DUSF Gala Evening is taking part so you can go and see Smile then you can air we pie at half time and in the second half of the evening uh, there will be a live show from Twa Wally's of the Dode Fox podcast uh, we will have John Holt we will have Morris Malpass uh, Paul Hegarty and others joining us afterwards uh, to just have a bit of a chinwack about Jim McLean and, and stuff like that the show and all that we're really looking forward to it uh, tickets are selling really well for it uh, it's £25 uh, for your ticket you get two shows for the price of one it includes your halftime pie as well and it is unallocated seating so you can just buy your ticket rock up with your mates and get yourself in uh, if you would like to get yourself involved dusf.scot forward slash shop and if you are buying them make sure you log in uh, with your uh, details to the uh, foundation website and you can get your tickets for that really looking forward to that that's going to be good fun uh, the United Lottery jackpot £2,000 it's not been won Again, uh, the lottery is drawn every Friday at noon, unitedlottery.co.uk. The 50-50 today, uh, the Christie family done the draw today. First prize, £415, ticket number 178562, and a second prize, £140, 176437. That's £415 first prize, 178562, and a second prize, £140 to ticket number 176437. So it's back. Who am I for season 22-23? First though, uh, I'll just apologise for the timer that we used last week because for the messages that we've had, every single person when that went off was in their car I was looking for a light on their dashboard. Well, boys weren't happy, yeah? They were not happy at all. <laughs> uh, and hey, get rid of it. Where's the other end? The other, it's all back. It's because we were it's a bit back. rushed last week. I don't know why, uh, but we have everything Amateurs. here. That's why. Didn't want to say it, but you've put it so well as well. So Paul yeah. asked the, uh, the clue. You gave the clues last week, and I managed to get two points. Just two points at five. Same rules as before. Mm-hmm. You have five questions. Uh, the scoring goes down for every question you need to take. So if you get it on the first one, you get five points, four points, three, two, and one. Uh, the rules have tweaked. We didn't. I don't think we covered this last week, Paul. But the rules have tweaked slightly. You don't quite have to do the fifty appearances or anything like that, as long as they are relatively known. Seen them. Yes. Yeah, as long as I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I just quickly need to check something. Let me just check this quickly. So, what was that comment? What was that line you just said? You have to have seen them. Yeah. Our birthday boy today might be up for debate. I'll just leave it there. All right. On who? Okay. On um, on this day when we get to it. Right. Who am I? Five clues. Clue number one. This player was born. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Uh, this player was born February the 8th, 1964. 64. Right, okay. So he's... I, I mean, I effectively gave you the answer. I mean, that's... What better <laughs> clue do you want? Well, I mean, you, you did. 
Right, February the 8th, 64. So in 1994, when we win the cup, he's 30. Sorry. Jim McAnally. My old familiar friend, that sound, I like it. Question number two, or clue Mm. number two. This player's first ever professional appearance came in 1984, before being signed by Jim McLean for £40,000 in 1991. So this player's first ever professional appearance came in 1984, before being signed by Jim McLean for forty thousand pounds in nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety one. I think we'll give you the answer again. I mean, come on. Uh, in front of the music already. Jesus Christ! I can't. I can't. Well, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm yeah, mindful of the fact that we're here. We're here. Oh, hurry came up. Came up. Oh, it didn't work. Oh, it did work. There you are. I knew I had the timer. Just didn't I press the button. I think you could play this for all night, and I'm not going to get it after that. Clip. You want us to move on? For, Forty grand in 1991. No idea. No idea, Rondo. All right then. Clue number three. He. Another clue. He. Yeah. Made 64 appearances for us, and also played for Aloha, Dunfermline, and Wraith Rovers. Although it didn't film on Wraith Rovers. What is this? Clue three? Clue three. Three points. I think. <sighs> Although it didn't film on Wraith Rovers. I'm, think, I'm thinking a name that he's... If it's the boy I'm thinking, he's not played many games. He's not played 64. No, it can't be. But I don't hear any other name. Right, the, the name I'm thinking was David Craig, but I doubt very much he's played 64 games. I can, can't believe it. Wrong. Exactly. Clue number he four. Six games. For two points to draw level. Mm-hmm. This player played in every Scottish Cup match in the 93-94 season. And he was 30. It's no Brewster. It's no Bowman. It's no McAnally. It's no Perridge. It's no Welsh. It's no Malpass. It's no Badger. Guido 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 van de Kamp you're going to lock it in Guido yeah I can't get anybody else Guido oh stab in the dark you want clue number five eh I met him in Amsterdam (laughs) (laughs) well I didn't really I met him in Alkmaar to be honest Uh, Guido van de Kamp for two points there he goes jeez oh well two all then yes indeed that's that's all right. 40 grand Steel, yeah, three a bit there, didn't that? You were a bit. It did, uh, it was it was the the Alloa. 
Yeah, uh, that, that, uh, that does. Uh, now that I think about that, I do. I do ken that somehow. Allah had done Thelma and Wraith Guido. Mm-hmm. Was that was that after he played for us then? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. we brought him to these shores, and then he yeah he finished up at Aloha. Yeah, nice one, Guido. Good keeper. Right on the in association with the Arab Archive, preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006. Uh, 29th of August is our focus today. Two games, four signings, and one birthday. Uh, It's a Falkirk double on our games today. The Bairns travelled to Tannadice in 1992, and they had the best chances of the first half. What ended ended nil nil. Just a minute into the second half, a Duncan Ferguson looping header had us ahead, and the striker would add a second as he slid home. Podcast pal Paddy Conley's cross. With results elsewhere going our way, you'll love this. United headed the Premier table for the first time. Since November of 1990, for Falkirk, this defeat sent them to the foot of the division and left the Burns without a win in almost 20 years at Tanadice. United 2, Falkirk 0. Our second game against Falkirk from 2009, it was our third match of the SPL season, knowing that a win would give them the best start to a league campaign in a decade. Arabs would have to cast their minds back to 1999 to recall the last time their side notched up seven points from the opening three matches. We just want one, lads. We, we just one. want one Just give one. another in Please uh, And like the other game It was nil-nil at the break Four minutes into the second half Danny Swanson whipped the ball in To find Danny Kadamatari At the back post He finished superbly United then doubled the lead In the 56th minute Swanson again the provider His neat pass put David Goodwill He threw on goal He made no mistake As United went 2-0 up The Burns pulled one back But it was another three points To the good guys United 2 Falkirk 1 Signings then Four to get through. Paul, and just see what your take is on these guys. Uh, Billy Kirkwood signed the first one. He made 24 appearances. He scored two goals. He was about 50 year old. He signed on this day in 1995. Jim Bett. Jim Bett. Good player. Uh, he, his better days were definitely behind him when he when he rocked up at Tanadice, but he was a good player. Mm. And Ian McCall signing next, who uh, a player who made 50 appearances. He scored three. By his two seasons, right, I didn't really remember him. On this day, in 2003, we paid £100,000 for Chris Innes. Mm. Yeah, nah, average. Average. Ended up at Gretna, didn't he? Average. Probably could have done a job at daylight enough. A same year double then. Both signed by Ray McKinnon. The first made 69 appearances over his three seasons. And I always remember him wearing the pink strip for some reason. On this mm-hmm. day, 2016, was signed William Edgingelly. William Edgingelly, yeah. He was very handsy as a defender. He liked to grapple. Okay. With opposition strikers. I remember, you know what, I think he uh, that pink strip does stick in my mind. Uh-huh. Was he the guy that modelled it when we released it or know. something? Just always remember him. Just yeah, he scored, he scored, uh, he scored against Hibs as well in a one all. I remember that. Mm. Uh, I mean, he was all right. <laughs> if you thought he was all right, let's see how you get this in. Joining him on the same day, a right back while was the very good. Only made 20 appearances on this day, also in 2016, was signed Frank van der Stroik. Mm. Yeah, no, he, he wasn't the best, was he? But- and when you think about the level that we were playing at as well, uh, the, the one thing that I remember about him is he gave away a penalty in the Cami Bell game. <laughs> so he played in that game. 
but yeah, it's like it's, these these guys are quite forgettable for a United fans' point of view, unfortunately <laughs> for them. It's uh, funny you say that. A one-game wonder for the birthday boy. And I mention it to see if anyone even remembers him playing. Right, I've already said that. He was signed on loan because Alan Main was injured, Stuart Garden was unavailable, and Guido was the only fit keeper left. He signed a short-term deal in March 1994. He went straight into the starting 11 for a 1-1 draw with Kilmarnock at Rugby Park two days later. This was his only match for United before he returned uh, to his, his former club or his current club, whatever it was. Happy nine, uh, happy 90? No. Happy 53rd birthday today to Brian Flies. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> You've made that up. I have no made that up. <laughs> I've I, never heard of the guy. That, let, let alone remember him. He, never he, heard of him. He could have been me. Who am I? <laughs> well, uh, well nah, technically, he could have been like that. Ah, I would never have got that. Who? Ryan flies. Somebody will remember him, Rondo. Somebody, somebody far smarter than us with a better memory the, will remember him. The game he played uh, was March the 5th, 1994. Kilmarnock away. What was the, the crowd? Three men and a dog. 7,403. 7,000 people should remember him then. Uh, the team that day, Flies. Cleland, Petrich, Welsh, Daly, Malpass, McKinley, Nixon, McAnally, O'Neill, Brewster. Okay, most of them household names in any Arabian household, but the boy flies. Amazing, incredible. Never heard. I can't believe that. Incredible stuff. Not never heard them. No. Right. That's. Uh, let's wrap this up. This has been like half yeah. therapy for me today. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I feel sorry for anybody that's had to sit through this again. It was hard enough speaking about it. It was not quite as bad as sitting through it, but. Uh, like we we kind of shy away. We talk about the good points and good wins and whatever. And as much as yeah, me and you didn't really want to record anything tonight, as well as you say, go on with it. Onwards we go. Levy Wednesday Cup progress. Come on, Motherwell for whatever it is. Three points, one point, shot on target, goal, anything. Let's just get out of the rut. Find. What's missing? And if boys need pusses punched, then let's just do it. Let's just move on, dish out magic seas, and we'll be all right. I hope, I pray, I wish. Our hands crossed. We're at mm. Dode Fox Podcast on social media. You can get your merch, dodefoxpodcast.com. Have a great week. Stay safe. And at the end of it, just remember wash your hands and your arsehole. Mm.